0: Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Dazed and Infused. And tonight we're very fortunate to have Ethan Zahn with us. Winner of Survivor Africa and a very interesting fellow. I do advise you if you have not read up on Ethan and what he's doing since his big win, go out there and look him up. He's everywhere on the internet. And Ethan, welcome to the show. Oh, Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. Um, I before the show started, we were talking about kind of the the nature of this show is not going to be the normal nature of my show, which is more about talking about an infusion of cannabis into your uh, lifestyle through edibles and drinks. This is going to be about um, a person, you, Ethan, who's done something amazing with his life and transformed um, your win on Survivor into an amazing uh, new. Outreach thing, and that that outreach is um, grassroots soccer, which is something near and dear to my heart as a lifelong soccer player. Nice. Um, so I, I say welcome and thank
2: you for doing that. Oh yeah, it's uh you know for me uh, that is a soccer is a huge passion of mine and uh, be to be able to use the sport to help others in need is just a blessing. Well, I think it's a it's a great one. I I have to remember
1: back watching the Bob Marley um, documentary, which I you probably have seen,
2: and seeing how much soccer Bob played. You know when oh, he was yeah, a I mean yeah, he was. Obviously, he's one of my idols and there's so many, you know, Bob played soccer. He likes reggae. I like reggae. He was treated Memorial Sloan Caring Hospital. I was treating at Sloan Caring Hospital. You know, he you know, it's just uh, there's so many connections between me and Bob. I just feel connected to this guy. He had that song Zimbabwe. I played professional soccer in Zimbabwe, wow. you know, all this stuff. I love the guy. That's amazing. Well, it's a great connection,
1: too. And I think uh, in terms of worldwide connection, soccer brings us all together. Or football, as it's referred to in every other country on Earth. Um, let's start off this interview the same way I start off every interview. And that's what's your historical relationship to cannabis in terms of um, you using cannabis or when you first got into it? When did that start for you?
2: So as growing up as a athlete and a competitive athlete, I really never touched the stuff, you know, all through high school, all through college, you know, uh, soccer is my sport. And I just felt, you know, it just, didn't play a role in my life at that time, and a bunch of my friends were using it in college. It wasn't until the second semester of my senior year that I actually tried cannabis recreational, just because I wanted to do something crazy before I graduated, you know. Um, wow. And so, but then I went on to play pro soccer, so it was really never part of my lifestyle. And um, I, you know, I wasn't opposed to it, of course. And then when it really did become, and I, you know, part of my lifestyle was when I was sick with cancer. But there was so, much, growing up for me, there's so much stigma associated with cannabis that I just stayed clear away from it. I didn't want to have to explain myself. I didn't want to have to like rationalize, you know, why I may or may not be using it. And so I kind of just, you know, crossed it off the list and just didn't want to get into it. But when I got sick with cancer, then all of a sudden the doors opened for me and my relationship to cannabis completely changed. Right. Well, um, bad story how you
1: got there in terms of getting <laughs> cancer and everything, but I'm glad it had some positive effect for you. And That positive effect came through utilization of CBD um, with THC in the achieving entourage effect, basically. Was there a specific type of CBD you gravitated towards or were you referred to a company or a brand, in other words?
2: Yeah. I mean, originally when I first started using it was when I was actually literally sick with, with cancer and I was just, you know, going to the streets of New York City to get whatever I could find to make a brownie to use it. So I wasn't really specifically like looking at the strains and what it did to me and that type of stuff. However, once I was kind of in remission, as they call it, that was for me when when like it was a really, uh, CBD became a really big part of my life. You know, I was plagued with anxiety and the fear of relapse and just ruminating over destructive thoughts in my head. And so I was introduced at that time, you know, when I was in my survivorship phase post-cancer to CBD. And um, that for me, it was like, I, I try to explain it to me, it was almost like taking a deep breath. You know, I was just, you know, in my brain, there's just layers and layers upon just like, you know, these creating these scenarios that I couldn't answer and like destructive thoughts. And I just wasn't able to process things. And once I started taking CBD regularly, like every day, like a multivitamin, then it was Mm -hmm. like things started to settle. My mind cleared a little bit and I was able to kind of make some smarter choices and kind of take action versus just ruminating on destructive thoughts all the time. So, so the people at
1: home understand, because I'm a CBD, uh, THC user uh, mm-hmm. Nightly, and it has definitely changed my life and my outlook as well. And, and I, you know, I did not suffer from cancer, but I do have psoriatic arthritis, which mm-hmm. is getting to me as I got older. And I was waking up in terrible pain. So I said, I'll try it. You know, I didn't know what to expect. And it worked. And I still use it. And the clarity uh, of mind that
2: I've gotten from it is pretty incredible. It, you find the same thing absolutely, yes, completely, 100%, uh, you know, changed my life, and um, for the exact same reasons you were mentioning, and uh, I also It felt, is hard to explain to people, though, isn't it? It, it kind of is, you know, I, you know, that's, it is like kind of uh, turning the light on a little bit, it's clarity, it's calm, it's peace, I was getting good night's rest, uh, not to mention, like, as an athlete, and getting an old, being, becoming an older athlete, you know, it definitely helps with a lot, some of my joints, you know, the topical stuff as well as some of the ingestibles. Um, it helps with my joints and my joint pain and inflammation. So I feel that uh, you know the plant itself, CBD alone, you know, is very helpful. And then if things get pretty, you know, a little bit rough for me or I'm having a panic attack, then I will do what you're talking about and do more of like a one to one CBD to THC ratio in the form of a tincture that goes, you know, underneath my tongue and that kind of. Just relieves my stress and anxiety a little bit quicker. Uh, right, and, a sublingual, you know, yeah, it's exactly. very effective. I mean, when things I are really bad, I have like I have a vape. I, I don't condone snowmoking for myself, but like if things are really bad, I have a vape, so I'll like puff on a vape and then I'll put a tincture in, so the vape will calm me down. Then I'll stack it with a tincture, so like 20 minutes later, then it will set in, and that really kind of helps relieve like like uh, stress and anxiety that are present
1: at that moment. <laughs> Right. You know, um, when I first started taking it as well, I, I realized something that I was getting less sleep, but I realized at the same time I was getting very powerful REM sleep. Like when I would go out, especially if I was using a 5 to 1 or a 1 to 1 at night, I would have this intense sleep that I hadn't experienced in a very long time. And when I woke up, I was fresh and it really changed my outlook for the next day.
2: Yeah. That's wonderful. I same experience here. And I've, you know, that you ask about the type of type that I use now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a buddy of mine became uh, bought a farm up in Vermont called Mont Cush. You know, his daughter was struggling from some genetic disorders and having epileptic seizures. So mm-hmm. he was like, "All right, well, I'm going to grow some stuff to put in my daughter's body." And I was like, "Well." I want to be part of that. Like if you're going to grow something good enough to put in your daughter's body, I want to be part of that. So I moved up to Vermont so I could plant, I could harvest, I could process. So I could see it literally from, you know, the seed all the way till it's put into my body. And for me to have like some sort of, I, mean, I was totally hooked on synthetics because of cancer. So I was, I'm always conscious of what I'm putting in my body. But this stuff, you know, so I'm going after like organic, solvent-free, sun-grown, hand-chopped, you know, processed with a rosin press. Um, that's my vibe. Uh, more than in, to go with a then more of like an isolate type situation. Or something. that's cool.
1: So you've gone full hog in. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you totally. you you bought in to the farm entirely. <laughs>
2: Yeah, definitely. Like you know, because there, I, it was so long. You know, I just to get to bed at night, I was popping Zofran for nausea, adivan for anxiety, Percocet for pain. I was taking Ambien for sleep. Then I'd wake up in the morning and I'd pop in Adderall just to get enough energy to go to the doctors. And I was just this cyclical, horrible, synthetic lifestyle, and all prescribed and all needed at that time. Or. I could, you know, eat a pot brownie and I was like much nicer to be around. I wasn't an asshole, you know, like I could eat, you know, I could sleep well. My anxiety was low and I was just a much, I just, it was a much better experience for me. And so that's what I try to make the comparison to. I got completely off the synthetics and now I'm on kind of like, you know, something that's grown from the earth. Like nature is the world's pharmacy.
1: Yeah, and and I I often refer to it as um, the pharmaceutical death spiral because if you continue on that trend in that pathway, it's, you get better maybe in the short run, but if you get hooked on it, for instance, like so many people are on um, opiates now, it doesn't take you anywhere good. It only goes worse and worse and worse. So being able to alleviate pain in a natural and homeopathic way is uh, a tremendously liberating thing. And I'm sure you, I can tell from your voice, you, you got that from it.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, I I, I want to be clear, I'm not against like pharmaceuticals, like chemotherapy and cancer research and medical research saved my life. But for me now, like cannabis and CBD was a good supplemental way to, you know, mitigate the side effects of cancer treatments. And now I use that mostly full time for, you know, the stuff, um, you know, when I'm having some issues. Right on.
1: Well, we're going to take our first break. Believe it or not, the first segment's already done. We'll be right back with Ethan Zahn here on Dazed and Infused.
0: We'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Suggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat.
1: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can
2: make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. so it seems like a smart investment.
1: Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at SmartPots.com.
0: How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Dazed and Infused with Ethan Zahn. Survivor Africa winner. Once again, I have to say that because it does get to a lot of people in, in involved in the program tonight. And we're talking about soccer. We're talking about CBD, THC, and cancer survivor. I mean, I have to say, Ethan, you're if you're going to write a book, it's going to have to be the ultimate survivor because you really <laughs> pulled it off, man. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate that. I appreciate no that. Problem. Um, so when we went to the break, uh, well, we didn't even announce it, but it is time in the show right now to talk about what I like to call a Stony Story. All right, any story that you want to relate to the people at home, just for a chuckle.
2: Sure. Um I'm I'm a half I'm gonna feature myself in this stony story. I hope that's okay. okay that's always um, good. So you may you heard me mention I waited a long time to actually try for the first second semester of my senior year. I actually happened to study junior year abroad in the Turks and Caicos Islands, studying marine biology. I was on you poor guy. I know, right? Guy. Yeah, and I got credit for that, if you could believe it. I mean, don't tell my you. Uni- I can't believe they gave me credit for studying like marine bi. I basically went scuba diving every day, three times a day, and got credit. For- that's a George Costanza job. <laughs> <Yes>. It totally <laughs> is. It totally is. Uh, so where I was, that's where I tried cannabis for the first time. But the guy who gave it to me was this. He cleaned our little dorms and he was a total Rastafarian and I'm Jewish. He was Rastafarian. We connected over like not eating pork and like, you know, Passover and all this stuff. So he's like, you got to try this stuff. I'm like, okay. It happened to be the day before earth day. And so we had brought in all these like sea creatures and put them in our swimming pool. Cause we're going to bring kids in the next day to let them like touch and feel this stuff. So I smoked pot and I, we, I, so I smoked for the first time, didn't do anything, did again, didn't do anything. Finally, it freaking hit me like a wreck star. And then we're playing around in this swimming pool full of, sea creatures and I'm touching like, you know, like, uh, sea stars and sea cucumbers and like conch. And it was just like this total, I just floating in the water and touching it all for the first time. And it, I mean, it makes it sound like It was just an incredible experience that I've never had ever before in my life and a positive experience at that. I probably shouldn't have dove into a swimming pool while I was high for the first time, but it was just a surreal experience in a foreign country with this Rastafarian giving me weed in a swimming pool before Earth Day. It was just like everything came together and that was a, a wonderful moment for myself. Well, that's a good Stony story. I like hearing that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: Everybody's got one, you know. It's yeah. just one of those. I like to call it the Cheech and Chung moment. You know, yeah. it just it just happens to all of us at one point, and we, and we all can relate. You know, whether it's just taking that brownie and saying a half an hour later, God, this didn't do anything. I better
2: yeah. eat two more. Oh boy, bad move. Don't tell my mom though. I don't think she's aware that that. <laughs> So, Ethan, what's going on um, in the future
1: for you and uh, Grassroots Soccer, and uh, any other projects you got going on?
2: Sure. Well, like right now, I am currently on television. So I got asked, I got asked back to play um, Survivor Forty which is the 40th season of Survivor. It's called Winners at War. And they asked back the 20 most popular winners of all time to compete again. So I'm currently playing. I'm not doing, I got voted to the edge of extinction, but I'm still in the game. So that's part of exciting. So that's happening right now. And yeah, I was talking about that farm Mont Cush and uh, we filmed the whole seed to sale process for reality show that's coming out in the fall. Um, And so that's going to be really exciting. The other two guys have a name yet. It's called Kings of Cush. Ooh nice. Yeah, it's made by the guy who did um Monster Garage, Ice Road Truckers, Deadliest Catch, you know, Storage Wars, so it's kind of got that like American spirit big equipment kind of feel. Well and, produced. Uh, Well-produced show. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be incredible. And um, part of that is we have a brand called Mont which means happy mountain. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'll get heavily involved in that once Survivor's over and I'm going to make that my, you know, full-time situation. And it's really exciting. You know, obviously I said I'm involved with it, but to really see the process from start to finish is it's really cool. It's for me, especially, you
1: know? Yeah. Now
2: you sound like you're very upbeat
1: about survivor. It sounds like it's been a wonderful experience for you. Am I reading that correctly?
2: The, the concept of survivor has been a wonderful experience. This particular season I'm playing on, I'm going through a little bit of a rough patch right now. Oh. um <laughs> talking about PSD early PTSD earlier. Like, I was sent to this island, which is like a desolate island, no food, no water, I'm skinny, I'm depressed, I'm surrounded by people I don't like. I'm like, uh, you know, basically in between life and death in the game, and it really brought back a lot of bad memories for me, because the last time I felt like that was when I was sick with cancer. Yet here I am, I don't have any of my tools, I don't have my CBD, I don't have my wife, I don't have my cats, I'm just playing this game in the middle of nowhere. And it's a pretty stressful situation, and you see it play out on the show. They did a good job of editing it and letting people know how miserable I really am. <laughs> Where,
1: where's that? Where's this one taking place? Uh, Fiji. Fiji. Oh, boy, yes. Yeah.
2: You're, you're always in the worst places. <laughs> I was a poor guy. I mean, granted I got to go on the show. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's, it's a dire situation out there. Oh. So does Monkush have a website? Yeah. You can visit Monkush.com. And uh, this is mental health awareness month. Um, so, uh, we are having a special survivor fifty. If you type in that code, you get fifty percent off anything on the site. And the one thing I'll direct you know some folks to is we have a really incredible CBDA product, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little bit different than traditional CBD. And for me personally, it's kind of raw hemp and we there's no solvents we just use a giant rosin press a little bit of heat and it's just like fresh squeezed cannabis juice is what it is and And how are are you
1: advising people to use that or not advising but how are you what's the general usage
2: of that product general usage is a tincture and under the the tongue either at night to help you sleep i use it every Mm -hmm. day for anxiety
1: that sounds like a real and can you ship over state lines yes we can oh fantastic i'm gonna look it up then yeah, Sounds like do. a great, great product. And uh, any books or appearances you're doing?
2: Um, as of right, no appearances because I can't go anywhere. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about all that. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I've developed this, uh, what we call the Isolation Survival Guide. And uh, because I've spent uh, over 260 days in isolation due to my cancer and three times on Survivor, I have a little bit of an experience kind of surviving isolation, learning how to be productive, um, taking care of anxiety and acceptance and learning how to be creative and being selfless at the same time um, were all some of the tips that I use going through cancer and my life after cancer that helped me survive and thrive these crisis situations. So I have, uh, it's not necessarily a book, but it's a little bit of a survival guide and that should be coming out soon that's a great place to end
1: this really nice interview ethan you've been a delightful guest and keep doing what you're doing man it sounds like you are the ultimate survivor and you're doing what's right and doing what's right for humanity so thank you very
2: much well thank you so much and you know thanks for including me in your show and letting me uh talk about myself (laughs) so thank you you bet and good luck to monk kush and uh we look
1: forward to talking to you in the future if you have another project we'd love to have you on awesome thank you so much guys thanks ethan have a good one as always, this show is brought to you by Suggies. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S at shuggies.com where you can find delicious agave syrup and sugar infused with THC. Visit shuggies.com for delicious recipes for drinks and food. Thank you very much for being here.